The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. As Wallace will inbound, giving it to Meyer. Back to Wallace. And top of the circle, they'll give it to Olmstead. Olmstead gets in the corner here for Wallace, who will fire a three and hit a three. That's the second three-pointer of the game. Tonight, it's the quarterfinals of the boys for Kearney Conference Tournament in Wilcox. High School Basketball on Senator Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Outlet to Dow. Dow doesn't have numbers. He kicks it off. They'll kick it back out lobby. Walls, right baseline, kicks it back out to lobby. Entry pass to Marcy again. Double team. Dow on Ortiz and off the screen. Into the corner. Step back three. Lobby fires. Hits it. Up first, defending champion Amherst battles Elm Creek. Game two features a rematch of the opening night as top seed Wilcox Hildreth tangles with Elwood. The winners advance to Friday's 6 o'clock semifinal at the Vieira Event Center in Kearney. It's the boys' quarterfinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next. But for the new Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Wilcox with ESPN Radio's sports director Doug Duda right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Three, two, one. And welcome back to Wilcox Hildreth, everyone, for game two of tonight's Fort Kearney Conference quarterfinals here on ESPN Radio with our producer-engineer Grace Clark, Doug Duda, as we have the 1-9 matchup. The top seed Falcons of Wilcox Hildreth playing here at home against the Pirates of Elwood, who have won their last two basketball games. These teams met on opening night. It was an easy win for Wilcox Hildreth over at Elwood, 72-35, to but we've come a long way since opening night. Our first game tonight, wow, almost a comeback for Amherst. Elm Creek up 15 points, and they were able to hold on and win it 52-48. to On Classic Hits, 98.9. Overton beat Pleasanton in overtime, 78-68. Loomis and Axtell are underway right now. This is the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll look at the starting lineups right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the visiting Elwood Pirates, number 20 is a 5'7 inch senior, Aaron Klaus. Number 24, 5'9 inch junior, Max Elliott. Number 30, a 6'1 inch sophomore, Jacob Evans. Number 32, a 5'8 sophomore, Hunter Rios. 
And number 34, a 6'1 sophomore, Tylen Hackbart. So a very young basketball club for Elwood. Head coach Steve Johnson, assisted by Jordan Volk. They're 3-16 on the year for Wilcox-Hildreth, and they beat SEM in Saturday's play-in game. For Wilcox-Hildreth, number 5 is a 6'2-inch junior, Sid Gruel. Number 10, a 6'1 junior, A.J. Jenkins. Number 12, 6'2", senior Garrett Ortgiesen. Number 14, 6'1", senior Caleb Springer. And a big man in the middle, number 50, 6'4", senior Lance Grauerholtz. The head coach is Matt Nelson, assisted by Stuart Guthrie. Wilcox-Hildreth is 13-4 on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. And Carney will be back to tip it off after this. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader, contact Terry and Jason Stark, or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. With our producer-engineer, Grace Clark, our statistician, Roger Gruel, Doug Duda with you here at Wilcox-Hildreth, ready to get today's basketball game underway. And the opening tip is going to be controlled by the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons. And a reach-in, trying to knock it away there. Rios just about got the steal, and they're trying to be aggressive early on. I thought we'd get a foul, and we did. And that's how things will start off here. Ten seconds into the basketball game, the foul will be called on Hunter Rios. So Wilcox Hildreth will take it out over on the sideline. Again, don't forget all of our games are available online at platriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington Lincoln. Inbounds pass to Garrett Ortgies in right corner. Thought about taking the jump shot, changed his mind, left his feet, and walked with the basketball. Here's going to be the determining factor probably in a ball game. Wilcox Hildreth is going to press Elwood. Can Elwood handle the pressure? Inbounds pass will come to Elliott. He'll give it back over to Evans, and Evans has no problem getting into the front courts. Now Grauerholt has to get back to his position into the corner. A wide-open three for Klaus, and it's good. And Elwood hits the first shot of the basketball game, and that's exactly what Coach Johnson wanted to see from his ball club, get off to some kind of a positive start here. And there's a part about staying in it as long as you can and then maybe seeing if you can be in it at the end. Wilcox Hildreth gets it down on the low block. Short jumper is deflected out of there from Caleb Springer. It's going to be tipped all the way out top. Sidney Gruel will have it. Gruel will dribble to the top of the circle to Grauerholt. Says, I don't want it out here. I need to go get down to the paint. Swing it over to Ort Giesen. Garrett. Couple of dribbles, hands it back off on the right wing to A.J. Jenkins. Tries the bounce pass in the middle, deflected back to him. Dribbles again, has the layup, and scores. Almost stole it away, and when it wasn't, that left a wide-open lane for Wilcox Hildreth's A.J. Jenkins. 3-2 to two your score in favor of the Pirates. We're a minute 15 into our contest on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Man-to-man defense being played by Wilcox Hildreth. Ball up top for Max Elliott. Elliott takes it over on the right side of the key, working on Ort Giesen into the paint, double team, kicks it out of the wing, another three for Klaus. That one is a touch strong, and it went in, and he's fouled. It hit the backside of the rim, shot straight up in the air, dropped through, and there's a foul on A.J. Jenkins with the old four-point play possibility coming up here for Aaron Klaus. So, start here. Good for the traveling maroon of the Elwood Pirates. 
on back-to-back threes for Aaron Klaus. Now a chance to complete the free throw for the four-point play. And Klaus will put it up and in. There you have it. Seven points for Aaron Klaus, and it's a five-point lead here for Elwood. Seven to two, just 90 seconds into the ballgame. Jenkins trying to quickly get down the floor. Elwood did not have position, and Elwood's going to be called for the foul, and that's the second one on Hunter Rios. And he is going to come out of the game, so it's not been fun for him early on. Timmy Smith, another sophomore, comes in. Klaus is the only senior on this team, and Elliott's the only junior suited. So Elwood's got some work to do the next couple of years, but to get here and get two more games in the tournament, sweet. They get it into Gruel. Gruel going to be sandwiched and fouled. And he'll go to the line and shoot two free throws. This foul will be on Max Elliott. And Sidney Gruel will go to the line to shoot two. Gruel will put the free throw up and in. 7-3, Elwood, 6-19 to go first quarter. Again, all of the semifinals Thursday and Friday and all four games Saturday here on ESPN. Second free throw, Gruel, up and in. 7-4, Pirates quickly put that pressure on. They'll get it into Evans. Zach got a bad hop, but he carried the basketball. He looks at his hand and goes, how could you not come off that hand? Why did you stick there? First turnover for the Pirates. And neither team able to get much of a flow outside of those threes from Klaus. Baseball pass in. Ortgiesen got by his man. Pulls up from 17. Let's it go. Around. Sits on the rim and in. It thought about it, but it finally drops through the cylinder. Baseball pass. Elwood to break that press. They get it to Klaus. He's into the front court. Doesn't have numbers. He don't care. He's going to take it in and a foul. Going to be called. Boy, one on five. And Wilcox Hildreth commits the foul. That's just a killer. Coach Nelson over there. A one on five. And you commit the foul. And two free throws coming up. Now, not that this crew hasn't called fouls the last two nights, but he got sandwiched hard. And Klaus to the line to shoot two more. The foul was called on Lance Grauerholtz, his first. Free throw, Klaus is good. Elwood, eight. Wilcox held with six. Two minutes into the ball game. Second free throw now. Klaus takes a little extra time. And it's going to skirt out no good. Rattled around and popped out. Gruel will pick up his second rebound. And then the outlet pass is going to be thrown away. Wilcox Hildreth not getting off to the kind of start. Coach Nelson had hoped for it again. You're the one seed. You're at home. You're playing a team that is the nine seed, has only three wins. You handled earlier. You kind of think maybe it'll be a walk in the park. Elwood's going to hope that that is not the case here. And we've only played two minutes inside. Another foul is going to be called on Wilcox Hildreth. Free throws coming up on the cut to the hoop on Evans. We've played two minutes and 12 seconds. We've got six fouls called, and the free throw is up, and it is good. That foul was called on Caleb Springer, his first. 9-6, Elwood. Second free throw. On the way, and it's going to clank off the rim. No good, and it's going to go wide, and an offensive rebound pulled down by Hackbart. They'll dish it off to the right side, Klaus. Klaus looks into the corner for Evans. Ball above his head, wants to make a skip pass. It does. Back over to Hackbart. He'll take a three-pointer. It's in and out. No good. And the rebound pulled down by Jenkins, and Jenkins wants to sprint to the other end, and the layup is good. Second rebound, and he had all kinds of folks trying to escort him down the floor. Inbounds to Evans. Evans sprints up the floor. Evans coast to coast. Evans lays it up and in. 
11-8, Elwood, and a timeout going to be called here by Wilcox Hildreth. And the Elwood fans, and there's a good number of them coming over to support their Pirates. The girls pulled the upset last night, and it's way early here. But we haven't played three minutes, and we've got 19 points. Elwood 11, Wilcox Hildreth 8. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. And we're welcoming you back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Let's see what Wilcox Hill has maybe changed up during that timeout. Trouble on the press. They get it to Jenkins. Jenkins will break the press. Top of the circle. He wants to keep coming. He does. Up and under, and he scores again. Jenkins has scored the last four points here for Wilcox Hildreth. 11 to 10. Elwood by one. We've played three minutes. Max Elliott bringing the ball up the floor. A little stutter dribble. Working on Ort Giesen. Hands it off to Timmy Smith who gives it back over to Hackbart. Klaus has eight of the 11 points already, and he's got the ball up top working on Jenkins. Elwood being a little more patient here. Overload on the left wing. Right side, they'll go to Klaus. Rolls off a couple of screens. A little screen and go as they post up again with Elliott. Kind of a two-man game. Then they wrap it around for the layup. Zach Evans. He's got the other five on the assist from Max Elliott, 13-10 Elwood. Crower holds long pass down to Gruel, makes the catch that he's double-teamed. The ball swatted up on the stage. Turnover, Wilcox Hildred. Elwood basketball, and coming in for the Falcons will be Clayton Nichols. And Elwood coach Steve Johnson now standing over there. I think he's got to be pleased with the first four minutes. The, what he wishes was it was four minutes to go in the second quarter, 13-10, to 10, or up by three, but four minutes to go in the first. On the right block, they'll get it down to Evans. Turn around, gives it off to Smith, and Smith is fouled. Well, Cox Hildreth's got to get a little more disciplined here. Two more free throws will be coming up. Timmy Smith, who came in for Hunter Rios, who had two quick fouls, now starting to get into the flow of the game. And the first free throw is on the way. A high archer is right through there. This will be the seventh free throw of the first quarter attempted by Elwood, and we have four minutes to go. It is on the way. The high archer is through there, and Timmy Smith hits them both. Elwood 15, Wilcox held with 10. Baseball pass down the floor to break the press, and the layup was missed. Missed under there by Nichols. He just came in too strong. Evans got the rebound, trying to go coast-to-coast. Kicks it out to Smith on the right wing. They'll get the ball to Hackbart. Hackbart will hold it. Now, want to get that half-court offense set up. He'll dribble it up between the circles. Hackbart guarded by Grauerholtz. Fires it into the left-hand corner to Smith. Back up top. They'll go Elliott into the paint. Jump stop. Puts the short jumper off the glass and in. 
Boy, you're watching a team here that's 3-16, and 16 and you're going, how is that possible? 17-10, Elwood. Pull-up jumper by Nichols is no good in transition. Gruel will battle for the offensive board. Gets it over to Ortgies and down to Crowderholtz. Finally touches it. The baby hook is down and good. That's what Wilcox Hildreth needs a little bit more of. Get the ball into the big man's hands and see what he can do. Pull-up jumper in transition. Elwood at the other end. Too strong from Hackbart. Offensive rebound. Timmy Smith back out. Klaus for three. Aaron Klaus with his third three of the first quarter. He's got 11 points. 20-12. Fast break. Jenkins gives it to Grauerholt. They didn't expect that. It'll reach in foul on Timmy Smith. Earlier tonight, Elm Creek's Gage Claybaugh had 11 points in the first quarter, and that worked out good for Elm Creek in their 52-48 victory. And now in for Elwood will be Hank Green. His real name is Nikemus. He says they call him Hank, so we're going to call him Hank. 20-12, to 12, Pirates up by 8. They lob it into Grauerholtz. Short jumper, missed it. Rebound goes to Gruel when he was out of bounds, and so it'll be Elwood basketball. The ball was tipped behind the basket. He was trying to save it and ended up being on the baseline. Inbounds pass to Tyler Hackbart. And Tyler Hackbart gets it into the front court. Skip pass all the way to left wing. Klaus Jenkins gets on him. He's got to watch it a little bit closer. He's had a heck of a first quarter up top to green. Two and a half to go. First quarter, Elwood 20, Wilcox held with 12. Corner, three-pointer on the way. Hackbart will not go. And a backside rebound will be pulled down by Garrett Ortgiesen. Ortgiesen up the floor. He finds his teammate Nichols to Gruel, the trailer, who lays it up and in. Four points now for Gruel. 20 to 14, Elwood 2-10 to go. Quarter number one. And Hackbart brings it right down the center of the floor. They clear that lane out. Grauerholtz comes out, plays him in the man-to-man. Over to Klaus. Klaus fakes left, goes right, kicks it off. Stepping back, fadeaway three on the way by Hackbart. Comes up well short. And Ortgiesen will get his second rebound. Garrett waits for the traffic to pass. Up ahead to Gruel. Underneath they find Nichols. Back out to Gruel. He'll take it into the paint. A little off balance. Sets on the rim, won't go. Ball tipped over to A.J. Jenkins. Jenkins will force it up and in and draw the foul. Jenkins now with eight points in the corner, and he cuts the deficit to four. Wilcox Hildreth with a good number of their fans setting right behind the bucket that Wilcox Hildreth sets to here in the first half as they sit on the stain. Elwood will bring freshman Kyle Hort in. So Klaus, Hort, Max Elliott back in, along with Green and Timmy Smith. And the Falcons haven't really went to the bench much at all. They brought Clayton Nichols in. Free throw on the way by Jenkins. It is no good. And then Elwood fighting for the rebound. Lost it out of bounds. It'll be Wilcox held with basketball. And uh, the Falcons could make this a four, maybe even a five-point trip down the floor. Cruel to throw it in right in front of us here. Looking quickly into Ortgies, and he's open from 12, but it's no good. Backside rebound. Jenkins forces it up and in. And another foul. It did not go. Forced it up, but it did not go, and Jenkins will go back to the line to shoot two. Six fouls on the Pirates here in the first quarter. That goes on Kyle Hort, his first. Jenkins' free throw is good. Nine points in the quarter for Jenkins, 20-17 to 17 Elwood. And the second free throw is up, and it is in. So, 10 points in the first quarter for Jenkins for Wilcox. Hildreth, 11 for Klaus of Elwood. And we still have 90 seconds to go. 
20-18 Pirates. Right-hand corner, Smith gives it to Hort. Hort trying to find some room around. Krauerholtz lost the ball. Second turnover for the Pirates, and here comes Ort Giesen. They were down by 10, and now they've got a chance to tie it. On the follow, it's back up and in by Gruel. Elwood not able to box out. Now it's 20-20. to 20. They were down by 8, excuse me, and that's 8 in a row for Wilcox Hildreth. Inside, a travel called on Elwood. The ball took a bad bounce on Elliott. He was trying to make a little 360 spin move. Back-to-back turnovers here for Elwood. So such a great start, and now here over the last minute, some turnovers have damaged the hopes of Elwood, and Wilcox Hildreth has settled down a little bit. Nichols against the pressure. Has it knocked away by Green. It's still in the backcourt, and Green's going to come away with the steal. He'll kick it out on the wing to Elliott. Elliott, ball fake three, drives, jump stop, got the defender in there, and oh, he didn't take the shot, threw it out to Klaus. Into hands of Green, it's deflected. 40 seconds to go, Ortgies it all over him. Then back to Klaus, everybody's out of system right now. Driving in will be Elliott, and finally a foul called. That is the 11th foul of the first quarter. Six on Elwood, five on Wilcox Hildreth. Lance Grauerholtz gets his second. And they are going to award free throws here to Max Elliott. And checking into the ball game for Wilcox Hildreth again will be Caleb Springer. 33 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And Elwood trying to get the lead back. Elliott's free throw is up and in. Three points for Max. Elwood 21. Wilcox held with 20, 33 seconds to go. Second free throw is good. So Elliott hits them both, 22 to 20, 30 seconds to go first quarter. Had quite a few games that this would have been first half. Gruel with it on the right wing, drops it down. Nichols, turnaround jumper off the glass and in. Clayton Nichols with his first bucket. Still 18 seconds to go as Elwood brings it up with Max Elliott in front of the scorer's table. Ort Giesen on him in the man-to-man. Working him on the dribble, crossover dribble, down to 10. Right-hand corner, now needs to get rid of it. The ball is deflected out of bounds with six seconds to go. Elwood will take it out in front of the Wilcox Hildreth bench. The freshman Kyle Hort will throw it in. Also in there now is Josh Werger, another freshman. They need to get a shot away. Smith with it. He knows how much time's left. Off-balance jumper is no good, and that is the end of a very entertaining first quarter of play. Elwood 22, Wilcox Hildreth 22, after one here on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. 
Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Wilcox Hildreth. We're bringing you the Fort Carney Conference Boys Quarterfinals. Carney Towing on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Elwood will get the ball to start the second quarter. They had built as much as an eight point lead. We're now tied at 22. Klaus with 11 in the first quarter for Elwood. Jenkins with 10 for Wilcox Hildreth as the ball is kicked. And it will be Elwood ball underneath the hoop. Wilcox Hildreth four turnovers. Elwood three. Elwood three of six from three-point land. Wilcox Hildreth didn't take one, but they're dominating the boards. Falcons 10 to three there. Here's a three on the inbounds. Evans grazes the front of the rim. No good. Rebound put down by Grauerholtz. And here comes Wilcox Hildreth. Backside, nobody picked up Gruel. Bounce pass from Jenkins. He'll lay it up and in. Eight points for Sidney Gruel on the assist from A.J. Jenkins. And Wilcox Hildreth now has their first lead of the game, 24-22. And Elwood throws it away. And now Coach Steve Johnson wisely is going to call a timeout. He doesn't want things to get away from his ball club here. And he knows they are starting to slide, even though it's just a two-point game. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 7.20 to go in the second quarter. Wilcox Hildreth, 24. Elwood, 22. Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney but keeping you covered where you go. At home, in the automobile, and on the farm. And welcome back to high school basketball here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Doug Duda with you here as Wilcox Hildreth will get it down to the baseline. A.J. Jenkins will take the short jumper and put it up and in. 26-22. And since Elwood was up 20-12, it's been a 14-2 run by the Falcons. And Elwood's got to find a way maybe to get it back into Klaus's hands, find some hot shooters as Werger into the right-hand corner. Gets it back up top into the hands of Elliott. Rotated over to Klaus. Guarded closely by Jenkins. Up top to Evans. Evans into the paint. Little one-hand jumper off the glass. Nice job. Jenkins tried to come down and help, but Evans just put it up over the top of his outstretched hands off the glass, and he's got seven. First points of the quarter for Elwa, 26-24 Falcons. Six and a half to go here in quarter number two. On the low block, they get it into Springer, trying to step through the double team to Gruel. Great pass underneath to Grauerholtz, who finishes. That ball wasn't in Sidney Gruel's hands for a quarter of a second. He was just a go-through man, and he had great vision and picks up the assist, 28-24. Wilcox Hildreth by four. 6-10 to go here in the second quarter. Don't forget at the half, we will have the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. First half stats, we'll look at game one that Elm Creek won 52-48. Score updates as well. Driving in Elliott. He's trapped on the right side of the key. Kicks out in the corner to Hackbart, who's taken some threes, but not there. Klaus will, and his three is good. Aaron Klaus has all the made three-pointers in the game. He's got four of them for Elwood. 14 points, 28-27. Wilcox held with Klaus keeping the Pirates in this one. Jenkins, though, blows by him, brings it right down the middle of the paint. No secondary help, and Jenkins is having fun. 
14 points, plus he's dished out some assists. Now Elliott tries to go the other way, lost the handle on a basketball. Ort Giesen will pick it up. Garrett will push it down the middle of the floor. Gruel on the right wing. He's going to take it into the paint again and score. Wrapped around two defenders. And Sidney Gruel now with 10 points in the game. 32-27 in favor of Wilcox Hildreth. They're up by five. Elwood gets it into the paint. Evans, they're getting a lot of room from time to time. Out to Klaus. Decides to pass on the three. Ball fake on Jenkins. Over to Elliott, weak side, right side. Bounce pass in the corner. The Pirates are hanging right in there. All the way down the baseline, finding room is Evans. Nobody really stopped him, and the next thing you know, he's right by the rim, and he lays it up and in. Nine points for Evans, 32-29, Wilcox Hildred. Our first game was 32-19 at the half. We're way blown by that. Ortgiesen walked with the basketball. He was going to take a little turnaround jumper. Then he saw Ortgiesen flashing down the middle of the lane and was going to pass it to him and in all that shuffled defeat. First turnover of the quarter, fifth of the game. In for Wilcox-Hildreth. We will see Bryce Tobiasen, the junior, will come in for Springer. And for Elwood, we see Green back into the ball game. Timmy Smith back into the ball game. He's got it on the right wing. Rios remains down with a couple of early fouls. Down by three. The Pirates looking to possibly tie it here. Hackbart top of the circle on Grauerholtz. Bounce pass baseline. Smith, he'll bring it into the paint. Baby hook is off the mark. Good defense by Grauerholtz. And Ortkiesen will get the rebound. Quick outlet pass to Jenkins. Up ahead. Tobiasen got it but couldn't get the shot. Out to Gruel and they'll reset it. Sidney Gruel fakes the pass. Drives in. Another scoop shot is in. Gruel with a little playground move right there. Six in the quarter, 12 in the game, 34-29. And Wilcox Hildreth at the other end. Grauer holds, holds his ground, blocks the shot. It falls right into the hands of Evans, and he gets fouled. Boy, Hackbart was in all kinds of trouble, and he knew it. And Grauer holds just about force-fed him that basketball. He blocked it so hard that it rattled around and ended back in the hands of Zach Evans. And Jacob Evans is going to go to the line and shoot two. The foul will be called on Ortgiesen, who just got caught up in the middle of all that. And the first free throw is on the way, and it is no good. Checking back in now, we'll see. Thought Elwood was going to go, but instead they'll just go with Braden Billington, the senior here for Wilcox-Hildreth. 3.52 in the first half, Wilcox-Hildreth 34, Elwood 29. Elwood 30 as the free throw is up and in for Evans. Five in each quarter and ten in the game. And they'll put a little backcourt pressure on, except on Jenkins, who has the ball, and he'll push it up the floor. Met by Klaus, goes right by him, knocked out of his hands, though, and out of bounds. Zachary Evans makes the nice play. Zacob knocking that away. And it'll be Falcon ball on their baseline. Getting good crowds on hand. The first game was just packed. Pretty good crowd on the second one. Into Ortgies and into the paint. Jumper from six is good. And we're seeing a lot of Wilcox Hildreth just attacking the paint, going one-on-one. Elwood hustles it up the floor. Now down by six. Top of the key. Hackbart. Grauerholt says you can have that three if you want it. Little give and go. Back over on the wing to Evans. Evans into the paint and another foul on the Falcons. And Evans will go back to the line where he is two of four so far this evening. Foul will be called on A.J. Jenkins. That'll be his second. And the seventh team foul. But this is on the shot. So two free throws coming up for Evans. And Zeka puts it up and in. 36-31. Elwood, 
3-16. and 16. They played some closer games, but this is a team that doesn't average that many points. They average right around 40 points. Now, the last three games, they've averaged right around 55. This free throw is up, and it is in. So two for two that time at the line for Evans. 36-32, Wilcox Hildreth. 3.20 to go here. And the ball knocked away. Grauerholtz trying to get it up the floor and lost it. Turnover to Wilcox Hildreth. It was tipped. He tried to tip it back. His teammate wasn't ready for it. Coming up at the half, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk with Elm Creek coach Tanner Cavity after their 52-48 win. They were up by 15. Amherst cut it to three in the final minute, but it was Elm Creek holding on for the victory. Amherst actually had the ball with seven seconds down three, and it didn't work out. Klaus, top of the circle, over to Hackbart. Left side of the key, slow dribble back towards the top of the key, taking Grauerholtz with him. Reverse it to Klaus on the weak side, little two-man game, back down on the block, out on the wing. They'll try to fake the three, good ball fake. Evans takes it right to the rack, and his finger roll is good. Boy, Wilcox Hildreth bit on the ball fake, and it's 36-34, and a timeout. Wilcox Hildreth... Their second of the game brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 2.36 to go first half. Wilcox held with 36. Elwood, 34. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Back in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth here at Wilcox. And Elwood's hanging right in there. They build an early eight point lead. Then they were down by six. Now it's a two point game. 36 34. Falcons have the ball with 2.30 to go. In this first half, Jenkins trying to dribble, drive, dish. Ball knocked away. It's going to be knocked out of bounds. Ball should belong to Elwood. It was knocked out of the Pirates' hands. And they'll get that right. Good job out there by Tylen Hackbart, and he will take the inbounds pass. He can handle it, and he's going up against Grauerholtz, so he's got a little mismatch there, but then Lance has it when he posts him up at the other end. On the right wing, they give it to Green. Hank back up top to Evans. Spreading the floor here, trying to find another open three, possibly. Klaus over on the right wing all by himself, but they take it the other way, and here's a three-pointer on the way by Hackbart. It's no good, but it comes right back out, and Green... Grabs the rebound. Elwood hasn't got many rebounds at all in this game, and a walk going to be called on the Pirates trying to get out of the corner after grabbing the long rebound. And after a little extra breather from the timeout, we'll see the Falcons bring in Gruel, Ortgiesen, and Springer. Grauerholtz will stay in there, as will Jenkins. So back to the original five. One forty-five to go. A lot closer than many people anticipated. Inside, they'll get it to Springer. Good ball fake. Defender holds his ground, doesn't commit the foul, and Caleb's able to put it up and in for his first bucket of the ball game. Good job by Evans not to get a little overactive and give him the and one. Ort Giesen knocks the ball away, sliding on the floor to go get it Jenkins. Jenkins just took it up another level once they fell down by eight. 
and he took it up another level, and that's what helped Wilcox Hildreth put on that 14-2 run, get the lead and keep the lead at the moment. 38-34, 127 to go second quarter. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up. And handling the basketball is Hackbart. They have that advantage. And now with Kyle Hort coming in the game, Grauerholtz goes and plays him. We've got to travel on Elwood. Wilcox Hildreth with the basketball again earlier tonight. 52-48 Elm Creek holds off Amherst and 78-68 Overton goes overtime to beat Pleasanton. Loomis was le- or uh, Axtell was leading Loomis. We should have a halftime score on that for you here in just a second that we'll pass along to you. Right now, Wilcox Hildreth gets it into Springer. Hort with good defense. Fadeaway jumper no good. Jenkins grabs the rebound and a foul called on the Pirates as he got bent over backwards there. And both teams are in the one-and-one. Timmy Smith with his second personal foul. And his number 10 counterpart, A.J. Jenkins, to the line. He's 2 of 3, 14 points, 12 for Gruel. 26 of the 38, free throw good. And Jenkins will earn the bonus, 39-34. And back in for Elwood will be Josh Werger. And the second free throw now on the way, and it's good. So Jenkins hits them both, 16 here in the first half, 40 points on the board. Remember, Wilcox Hildreth has only given up 43, more than 43 points three times in 17 games. That's a foregone conclusion it looks like right now. One of the best halves, maybe the best first half anybody's put up as Gruel steals the ball in the backcourt. He's going to take it to the other end and score. Gruel, almost every one of his buckets have been layups. And he now has eight in the quarter, 14 of the game, and the lead just went from two to eight in a heck of a hurry. 30 seconds to go here before halftime. Klaus has been quiet. He hasn't even hardly touched the ball. He does there. gives it to Hort. Back to Klaus. He's guarded by Ortgiesen. Off to Hackbart. High post. Back to the basket. Used his dribble. Right side. Hort has it. Wants to get the jumper up. He does, but they're going to wave it off and say a travel. Elwood has turned it over four consecutive times, and with 18 seconds to go before halftime, the Falcons have a chance to take the lead. At halftime, Axtell 26, Loomis 24. Halftime, Axtell 26, Loomis 24 on Classic Hits 98-9. Falcons with one more possession here before halftime. Ortgiesen right in front of us in the right-hand corner. Klaus tries to knock it away. Skip pass. Green steps in the passing lane and makes the steal. Still six seconds, and then Green has it knocked away. Needs some help. And I don't think Klaus is going to be able to get a shot away. And we go to halftime with the score. Wilcox Hildreth, 42. Elwood, 34. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up next here on ESPN. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. 
Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. And welcome back to Wilcox Hildreth. A big thank you to Athletic Director Patterson and all the fine folks here for their hospitality and all the fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics. The Fort Carney Conference Tournament. We're at halftime. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation. Your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. And it has taken Wilcox Hildreth a little effort here but they do have the lead over Elwood 42-34 to at halftime, and in our first game tonight, it was Elm Creek holding on to beat Amherst 52-48, to and many people would have figured that that would be kind of the final score one way or the other, but maybe not the way this baby played out. Elm Creek was up 15 early in the third quarter, and then just couldn't finish in, uh, as far as offense went, but you finished defensively. Coach Tanner Cavity joins us here, and Coach, with all the close games you've been playing lately, you just wanted to win the basketball game. I, I'm going to have a heart attack by the end of the year. <laughs> um, we've had so many of these, you know, where I think Kennesaw, we were up one going the fourth, you know, the Overton game, we missed some shots, that free throws at the end of the game to win it. And uh, didn't make them, and then of course Ravana we lost in overtime. So, uh, and, you know, part of that's uh, you know we got a you know we lo- we graduated four starters from last year, and we got a couple sophomores out there, and you know a couple uh, uh, seniors that were kind of role players last year, and we've kind of expanded their role. So, um, you know, this is the time of the year where we kind of need to see what they can, you know, that they've improved throughout the year, and and we've seen that in stretches. It's just the consistency part's got to get better. So. Well, as usual, you, you play Amherst after uh, the conference tournament, so that's yep. next Tuesday. Should be a great rematch, but it looked like everybody was ready to go. I'm sure you figured Holdenek out would be back in yep. the lineup here tonight, uh, but I think we got up and down the floor six times in 35 seconds, so you guys are ready to push the pace, and you know Amherst wants to do that. Yeah, we, I, it's, 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 uh, we're a little bit different from we have been years past. Uh, we've been a little bit bigger in the past, and, and that's probably one of the things as a coach I've had to to adjust to is uh, we we got to play fast. We got to get up and down. It's not like we haven't wanted to play fast in, in the past, but I got to kind of let these go these guys go a little bit more. And you know we might have a turnover here, and you know with some of our, again uh, uh, some of our sophomores and our freshmen and stuff like that. And um, but yeah, we we really wanted to push the pace tonight. You know, uh, us scoring 52. I wish it had been more like 60 or 70, mm-hmm. but we had the chances to do that. Um, but again, the, the pace was exactly what we wanted. It was probably at Amherst's pace too. Um, but we wanted to get it up and down. We wanted to get offense early. Um, we wanted to make sure that we attacked the rim early so that some of their big kids couldn't get at the rim and stuff like that. So I thought we did, especially in the first half, we did a really good job of that. Well, uh, Gage Claybaugh in the couple of games I've seen this year is when he's open, he scores mm-hmm. and he can score the three. And then, uh, that really can change things. If you can hit it from the outside, that really changes things that makes the floor bigger you yep. can get it inside even if you don't have a big guy yeah i mean and we we made we made a couple of mistakes the second half you know they, they did a really good job they're a great coach the staff over there and they adjusted their two three zone a little bit went a little bit higher and there were some things that we didn't do um 
that we should have done. And, again, that's just something we need to work on. So, again, uh, we were able to stretch the court, especially in the first half, and break them down a lot, especially when you hit some shots, which we got about four or five kids are really good shooters. So um, we were able to do that, and then that allowed us to do some other things. But the biggest thing was we were able to extend – our our our, um, our, uh, our press a little bit off of makes, which was I thought the biggest key of the game was not so much just us making shots, but us being able to extend so we could put some pressure on them. Another second here with Elm Creek coach Tanner Cavity. They won it tonight, 52 to 48. Gage Claybaugh was 16. Anthony Quintana with 12. He was solid down the stretch when you were kind of struggling getting the ball in or making a free throw. He really stepped up and took care of what you needed in that last minute and a half. Yeah, I did a really good job. I thought Jaden Ford did a great job of running our team. Um, we just, this, we have those. This, there's a play where, of course, we missed a layup that could have expanded the lead. To, I think to 12 or 14, and then we had some passes where we just, you know, there's some tips and stuff like that where maybe we don't come off a screen, you know. And again, those are the areas that I see. It's it's not the big picture things; it's the little picture things. So we got to do a better job of that. But I thought our I thought Lathan Jonak came off the bench. It gave us great minutes. And and again, I'm the biggest thing is I'm happy for our seniors. Again, we've. And we, we've uh, not, it's not so much that we've struggled lately. It's just we haven't been able to make that play to win the game, and that's something we've really stressed to the kids. It's, there's nothing we can do as a coaching staff. It's just when that play presents itself, you got to make it. And there's there's a couple plays we didn't make tonight that we could have expanded the lead, but we made just enough to win. So and, and again, we're we're that time of the year where it's not about how you win or how you look. It's just about winning and advancing. So, Tanner. Uh... We were mentioning throughout the game, and I think everybody in the conference believed that the winner of your game had a chance to win the whole tournament. What What about Wilcox Hildreth? They did get you earlier uh, in the month. Uh, if they are able to hold on as the number one seed, and if not, Elwood's a great story. But what about uh, your scouting report if you have to play Wilcox Hildreth Friday? Yeah, I keep them off the boards. Uh, again, that's an area from time to time we've struggled with with this year. And the first time we played them, we – we, our initial defense was really good. It's just they went and got the offensive rebound. I think Jenkins had like 11 rebounds, and I think six or seven of them were offensive. And again, so and I, they, they've done a quite that quite a bit tonight against Elwa too. So I mean, their best offense a lot of the times is a missed shot and go get it and finish it. So they're really physical. They're long. Um, so they present some matchup problems for us. But in the same instance, it's. It's 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 if we can maybe do some things that we want to do, we can we'd be a matchup problem for them too. So, I mean that's just the way the conference is this year. There's there's a lot of there's not one team I think that really sticks out. Anybody can beat anybody on any given night, and I think I kind of talked about this uh, with uh, with a couple other people. It's just I think in the conference this year, as far as the conference tournament goes, whoever fixes what they're weak at the best will win. So uh, hopefully we can fix a couple of our weaknesses in the next couple of days. And, and uh, if, we, if we do that, we'll have a shot. All right, Tanner. Good luck Friday and Saturday. Congrats, man. Appreciate it. Elm Creek Head Boys Basketball Coach Tanner Cavity. They win it 52-48. to 48. Here it's 42-34. Wilcox Hildreth leading Elwood at the half. We'll look at the numbers next. Buzz's Marie wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marie, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marie, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. 
Aurora Cooperative, we know that service matters, and that is why our fuel propane and lubricant salespeople and drivers take great pride in delivering the best overall customer experience to you. Our sales and service employees care about what they do, and more importantly, how they provide that service to you, because that is what matters. So whether you're in town, at the pump, or on the farm, Aurora Cooperative's full-service energy team is ready to meet all of your fuel, propane, and bulk oil needs. Contact us today so that you can experience how Aurora Cooperative's sales and service energy team is different. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. And welcome back to high school basketball. A quick rundown of the first half stats, and then we will get the third quarter underway. For Elwood, Timmy Smith, two points and a rebound. Aaron Klaus, 14 points. Max Elliott, four points. Jacob Evans, 14 points and a rebound. Hackbart and Green each have a rebound. 34 points, only four rebounds. 10 of 13 at the free throw line. Four of nine from three-point land, nine turnovers. For Wilcox Hildreth, Sidney Gruel, 14 points, four rebounds. A.J. Jenkins, 16 points, five rebounds. Garrett Ortgies in four points, three rebounds. Caleb Springer, two points. Clayton Nichols, two points. Lance Grauerholtz, four points and a rebound. 42 points with no three-pointers, 13 rebounds, 6 out of 7 at the free-throw line, and 7 turnovers. Wilcox Hildreth leads it 42-34, to 34, and this has been the Ravenna Sanitation Time Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. We're ready to get the second half underway, and the ball will belong to Wilcox Hildreth trying to extend their lead here. They were down eight. Now they are up eight as they get it into Ortgies and right underneath the hoop, flips it up with the left hand and in. Grauerholtz from Ortgiesen lays it up, and it's a 10-point lead. Now Klaus pulls up for three but can't get it. He almost made every one of them in between halftime. I was watching him work it. Hackbart gets the rebound off the missed three. They'll try to find some more work, and Rios, who only got to play a couple minutes because of early foul trouble, is back in the ballgame for Elwood. Up top, working at Evans. Evans works left, then right. Nice move. Gruel on the defense. Shot no good. Rebound brought down by Jenkins, his sixth. 44-34. Jenkins wants to go coast-to-coast. Loses the ball. It kicked out of bounds off of the Falcons. That'll be the eighth turnover for Wilcox Hildreth. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, as Klaus takes the long outlet pass. Kicks it back up top to Evans. They have to continue to make some threes, but can the Pirates slow Wilcox Hildreth down? As you heard Coach Cavity say, they just kill you on the boards. There were hardly any missed shots in that first half. So many points put up with 76 total. Good defense here by Wilcox Hildreth as Elwood continues to work it around the perimeter. Up top with it is going to be Hackbart. He brings Grauerholtz out there with him. Over to Rios, down into the corner. They'll go to Evans, deep left-hand corner. Gruel trying to trap him. He does get out of there. Somebody's going to have to take a shot. Long possession. Up top to Rios again. And he'll hand it off to Elliott, and they'll reset it. 90 seconds gone here, and almost a one-minute possession for Elwood. And now they finally get it into Klaus, knocked away by Jenkins off his leg and out of bounds. And Coach Johnson thought maybe that was a reach-in foul, but instead the ball gets knocked away. The 10th turnover by Elwood, and back over to the hands here of the Falcons. 6-10 6-10 to go here in the third quarter. Glad to have you along with us. Doug Duda here on ESPN Radio as Jenkins gets open down to Grauer. Holtz again on the left block. Spins with that left hand too strong. Follow shot back up and in by Caleb Springer. And it is 46-34. A 12-point lead now by Wilcox Hildreth. In fact, that is a 10-0 run going back to the first half. Skip pass over to Rios. Bounce pass inside. Kick back out off the knee to Klaus. 
Elwood drives into the paint, trying to make something happen. The ball partially blocked in there. Jenkins got a handle to shot of Evans. And Wilcox Hildreth has tightened up the defense. Long pass down the floor actually hits the bottom of the backboard, but is saved by Springer. And he says, let's reset it to Grauerholtz for three. The big fella can't get that one to go. That's the first three of the attempted of the game by Wilcox Hildreth. Hackbart with the rebound, finds his man underneath, and Springer, excuse me, Jenkins goes up and blocks the shot of Evans. Back-to-back blocks by Jenkins. And then as they throw it the other way, the ball knocked away. It'll stay with Wilcox Hildreth. So we played nearly three minutes here in this third quarter. We've got two buckets by Wilcox Hildreth and nothing for Elwood. In the first three minutes of the first quarter, it was 11-8 Elwood. So defense stepping up here to start the third quarter. And on the inbounds, the Falcons cannot hook up. And they'll throw the basketball away. Again, don't forget, coming up on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we've got all the action here on ESPN Radio. Again tonight, Overton beat Pleasanton 73-68 in overtime. As we get the ball to Klaus, Klaus comes in, lost the handle, and Elwood turns it right back over. Fast break, Gruel. Gruel goes to the other end and draws the foul, and Sidney will go to the line to shoot two. He's two of two. He's got 14 points so far in the basketball game. Grand Island Central Catholic girls, a winner tonight over Aurora, 52-51. We're going to get a timeout on the floor here called by Elwood, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Kennesaw, a winner over Franklin tonight, 81-31. Not a whole lot of scores being reported right now. 4.56 to go in the third. Wilcox held with 46. Elwood, 34. We'll be right back. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth with our producer-engineer, Grace Clark. Doug did it with you here, and out of the Elwood timeout, Sidney Gruel will get two free throws. The first one is no good. They'll have a second one coming up. Gruel takes one dribble. This one's up and in. He'll get one of two, 15 points now for the 6'2 junior. 47-34, Wilcox Hildreth, 4.50 to go here in quarter number three. Elwood still looking for their first points of the half. Bounce pass to the baseline, tipped away by Springer. Wilcox Hildreth just seems to be a half step faster here in the second half than they were in the first half. And Hackbart to throw it in, Grauerholtz guarding it. Knocked away. Try it again. Hard to throw it in with Grauerholtz. He covers a lot of ground when there's not a lot of room to throw the ball in. Nothing inside. They try to force it. Tipped away again. 
I don't think Jacob Evans is really getting the three feet necessary to throw this in. Grauerholtz is just going to stand where he needs to, and they'll finally throw it out top to Elliott. Elliott gets inside Ortgies and backs him down, steps up and under, and draws the foul. Two free throws coming up here for Max Elliott. He's two for two at the line. He's got four points. And the second foul of the game on Garrett Ortgiesen. Elliott takes his time, a couple of dribbles, and fires it up and in. Five points for Elliott, and finally the first point here of the second half at the 437 mark for Elwood. And Elwood got out on fire. They were up 20 to 12 in the first quarter. Second free throw now, Elliott on the way and in. So he nails them both, and Elwood's making their free throws. They're 12 of 15. Loomis has now taken the lead from Axtell. Going to the fourth quarter, Loomis 50, Axtell 44 after three on Classic Hits 98-9. Springer on the low block, turnaround jumper, sets on the rim, no good. Offensive putback, and Grauerholtz will have it. He's now got eight points in the basketball game, 49-36. to And Wilcox Hildreth now starting to put this one in the win column. The number one seed tested in the first half. Now getting the job done. Driving in. Gruel's going to get on the backside of Evans and block the shot away. Comes off the glass. Jenkins all the way to the other end. Gives it off to Ortgies and he hit the rim on the way up. And then the ball knocked out of bounds off of the Pirates. Ortgies was going so fast he didn't get rid of the ball in time and almost wedged it between the rim and the backboard. Gruel to throw it in here as they box the lane. And they'll come short side to Jenkins. Jenkins takes it in from six. Got it deflected. Rebound Springer, and he's mauled on the way back up. Caleb Springer will get two free throws. Foul will be on Tylen Hackbart, it would appear. And that would be his second personal foul, if that's the call. And the first free throw by Springer is up and in. It was on Hackbart. Caleb Springer now with five points of the basketball game. 50 to 36. Second free throw, good. 51 to 36. And a timeout going to be called here by Elwood. ENT Physicians, taking care of you since 1994 in Kearney, located where you need us specializing in you. 3.52 to go in the third quarter. It is Wilcox Hildreth 51, Elwood 36. Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney but keeping you covered where you go, at home, in the automobile, and on the farm. As we are back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, it will be Elwood basketball, but they are now down by 15. 51-36 midway through the third quarter of play. Hackbart works his way to the right wing, and he left the ground with his basketball. He was not going to shoot it. He was just going to jump pass it to his teammate, Timmy Smith, and didn't get rid of it in time. Turnover number 12 for the Pirates. As A.J. Jenkins will bring the ball into the front court here for Wilcox Hildreth. Right wing far out there to Gruel. Gruel tries to lob it to Ortgies and overshoots him. And then it's picked off, and a foul is going to go along with it on the Wilcox Hildreth turnover. Just trying to follow through. A.J. Jenkins was coming to get the ball, but 
tough one there for him. His third and the team's second. Wilcox Hill is still putting on a little gratuitous pressure in the backcourt, but it's going to be hard for Lance Grauerholtz to try and go one-on-one against Hackbart in the backcourt. As Tylan brings it into the front court, Tylan gives it off there to Klaus. Klaus with 11 in the first quarter, but only a th- one three-pointer since. They need to find a way to get him the ball a little bit more. Elliott with the top of the circle, overload to the right side. Now look left for Klaus. Aaron will hold the ball off his screen up top, Hackbart, and then he dribbles it off his leg. Bowling pins, four players fall to the floor, picked up by Gruel. Gruel brings it into the front court, goes to Ortgies, and Ortgies and shoves off on an offensive foul on Garrett Ortgies, and that'll be his third. So things getting a little sloppy here over the last couple of minutes, and we'll see some substitutions. There's Hank Green coming in for Elwood and for Wilcox Hildreth, Bryce Tobiason and Clayton Nichols. Here comes Max Elliott with a basketball for the Elwood Pirates facing this man-to-man defense for Wilcox Hildreth and another offensive foul on an illegal screen. So again, we can't let the clock run 10 seconds here and the foul going to be called on Max Elliott. 2.48 to go, third quarter, 51-36. We had a pretty good pace going in the first half. And here in the second half with Wilcox Hildreth starting to pull away, we're seeing some problems. Into Grauer, holds in the paint. Fakes left, goes right off the glass, just like the big man's supposed to do. Six in the quarter, ten in the game, 53-36. And again, the winner will play Elm Creek Friday night at six, while it will be... Overton playing the winner of Loomis Axtell at 7.45. The girls' semifinals on Thursday. Pleasanton will play Axtell at 6, followed by the Elwood girls taking on Elm Creek at 7.45. Up top, Elliott. And are we going to get a foul or are we going to get a jump? Looks like a reach-in foul on Garrett Ortgies, and that'll be his fourth. And that is indeed the case, so Elwood will throw it in. They should be okay right now with Ortgiesen in foul trouble, but you never know, and they're going to try and hustle somebody to the bench, but not in time. We get the ball in play. Out top to Elliott. Elliott looking for Klaus. He's covered, dribbles into the paint, over to Green. Green's got a 14-footer. It's good. And Green hitting his first bucket of the ball game. That's the first field goal of the second half. It took over six minutes for Elwood to do that. And now a timeout going to be called by Wilcox Hildreth to sub in Riley Poole with 1.47 remaining in the third quarter of play. Wilcox Hildreth 53, Elwood 38. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. And welcome back to the Carnatonian Repair Broadcast booth. Wilcox Hildreth with the basketball and a 53-38 lead. 142 remaining here in the third quarter. But the ball is going to be picked away by Timmy Smith. Smith to the other end. The layup sits on the rim and it will not go. Tipped back into the hands of Evans. He can't get it to go. He gets it again and then he's fouled. 
So a melee down here after the missed layup. And free throws coming up, or will they take it out underneath? Looks like they'll take it out underneath here. With a minute 30 to go in the third quarter on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, the foul on Tobias. It'll be his first. And Elwood to throw it in. Wilcox Hill has got to be a little careful. They don't want to get Elwood into the bonus for the entire fourth quarter, giving them a chance to eke back in here. Driving to the hoop. Shot no good that time by Evans. Trying to save it is Green. Green knocks it away to Elliott. Elliott comes in but cannot finish. Green is staying very active. The ball goes out of bounds off of Gruel. Nice job by Green to steal that one away when Gruel didn't know he was back there. And now Elwood will have the basketball. From the baseline, Elliott to throw it in. Everything usually ends up with a long pass out top, and it does again here to Green. Top of the circle, they'll get it to Evans. Elwood just not getting many looks right now here in the third quarter. Dump it into the corner to Green. Back to Evans, who's on the right block, but doubled. Back to Green, who cuts to the hoop, and Gruel blocks the shot out of bounds. That'll make the Falcon fans a little happy next to us. As Hackbart comes back into the ball game for Elwood. Green to throw it in, just right in front of us here to Timmy Smith on a short pass. Under a minute to go here in the third quarter, 53-38, Wilcox Hildreth. Last three minutes have taken a long time, and nobody's scoring, and we get another turnover by Elwood. So not much happening here in this third quarter. It was 42-34 at halftime. Pirates have been held to four points here in the third quarter. As we said, only three teams have scored more than 43, and right now it seemed like that was a given as the shot is blocked by Hackbart. It's going to end up going out of bounds, and it'll belong to Elwood. So the first block shot of the game for Elwood as they kind of sandwich Grauerholtz. 40 seconds to go here in the third quarter, and Aaron Klaus will bring it across the timeline here for the Pirates. Up ahead, he'll go to Hackbart on the left side of the key, working up top here on Nichols. Kicks it back to Elliott in the corner, up top to Green. Green swings it weak side to Timmy Smith. Smith trying to find Elliott, does on the right wing, 20 seconds to go in the quarter. Back up top to Hackbart, hands it off to Smith. Trying to find Klaus, who's guarded closely by Tobiasen, and then a travel going to be called on Elwood. And Wilcox Hildreth will get the ball with 13 seconds to go here in the quarter. Again, a young, young, young Elwood team, but a good experience here getting that win Saturday and playing tonight against the number one seed. Gruel with it, five seconds. Gruel on the dribble right side, leaves it off for Tobias and back to Grauerholtz. Ball fake, drives in, but can't finish. It was a great play, but he couldn't get that to fall, and we go to the fourth quarter of play here in the Fort Kearney Conference Boys quarterfinal. The number one seed, Wilcox Hildreth, leading the number nine seed, Elwood, 53-38 on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlantRiverPreps.com. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. 
Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. We head to the fourth quarter of play in our second game of tonight's Fort Carney Conference Boys doubleheader. And it is 53-38 Wilcox-Hildreth. And Elwood will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. They outscored Elwood 11-4 in that quarter. Ten, six points for Grauerholtz. He now has 10, 15 for Gruel. Jenkins didn't score in the third quarter. He's got 16. And Klaus spots up to shoot a three, and they say, no, you walked with the basketball. Four of 11 now from three-point land. All four makes belonging to Klaus. Wilcox Hildreth only shot one three-pointer. Evans and Klaus each have 14 to lead the way for the Pirates. But that's 28 of the 38. Down the block, Springer. Springer turns, finds a defender, but still gets the ball up and in. Eight points now for Caleb Springer. 55-38, equaling the largest lead. Again, if you joined us late, Elwood was on fire early. They had a 20-12 lead in the first quarter. It ended up 22-all as Green takes a three-pointer in the quarter. No good. Rebound brought down by Jenkins. Long outlet pass. Going to be stolen away. Turnover number 13. Two on one to Green. Drives in traffic. Too strong. And Jenkins will grab the rebound here for the Falcons of Wilcox. Hildreth, he's got a team high eight. They have dominated the boards at more than a two-to-one pace here over the shorter Elwood team. And they'll lob it into Springer again. Gives it off to Grauerholtz. Right underneath the hoop. One dribble and scores. Dozen points now for Lance. And it's 57 to 38. 6.45 to go here. Wilcox Hildreth pulling away in this second half. Klaus trying to get it down on the block to Hackbart. Back out top green. He'll take the three. Spins off the rim. No good. Hustles in there and got his own rebound off the miss. Kicks it back out of the wing. Good hustle there by the sophomore green. Another three. Klaus, that one won't go. Rebound brought down by Sidney Gruel. He's got six. Gruel will push it up the floor. Wants to go coast to coast. Got fouled. And some free throws coming up for Gruel. Timmy Smith with his third personal foul. Fourth team foul of the half. Gruel is three of four at the line for 15 points. So Wilcox, Hildreth, and Elm Creek. And Wilcox, Hildreth beat Elm Creek back on January the 6th here at home, 51-42. to And as Coach Cavity told us at halftime, it was because they got crushed on the boards. A lot of offensive putbacks. The free throw by Gruel, good, makes it a 20-point lead, 58-38. Second free throw up, and it is too strong. And the rebound, Grauerholtz got it, dishes it off underneath the hoop. The shot is up but will not go for A.J. Jenkins, but he is fouled, and Jenkins will go to the line and shoot two. He's yet to score here in the second half, but had 16 in the first half, including four of five at the line. Foul was on Evans, his second, and the free throw is up, and it is good. So the game was closer a lot longer than many people thought, and now the Falcons are shutting things down here on the Pirates' second free throw. Good as well for Jenkins. 60-38, to 38, Wilcox Hildreth up by 22. It was 42-34. to 34. With it is going to be Hackbart. Gets it over on the right wing to Evans. Evans starts to drive back to Hackbart. Corner three on the way. It's short. No good. They've already tried five in the quarter. None of them have went. Rebound brought down by Gruel. Gruel baseball pass all the way to the wall. And a Wilcox filled with turnover. And Coach 
Nelson wants to settle his team down. He's going to say this game is not over. We still got time to play. Let's just take it take it easy here. 5:48 remaining in the game. Wilcox held with 60. Elwood 38. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check, too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. Again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school hoops. Continuing coverage of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. Elwood now trying to finish a little bit stronger here. Get some offense going. Only four points in the second half. Give and go to Elliott is tipped away. Stays with Elwood. Again, Elwood 34 points in the first half. Now four points in the next ten and a half minutes. Only one field goal. And the lob out top to Elliott. Trying to look back inside for Evans. He's covered. Skip pass over to Klaus. Fakes on the three. Back out to Rios. Out on the wing. Evans again. Evans trying to work on Gruel. Back out top. Elliott. Good defense here by Wilcox Eldreth. And a little bump it inside. Foul going to be called on Sidney Gruel. That's his first of the game. Sixth team foul. And Elwood will throw it in underneath their own hoop. Again, have to go out top against this taller Falcon defense. Rios with it. And Hunter will get rid of the basketball to Evans. Just not as much driving as we saw from Elwood. Of course, there was a lot more transition, too. Both teams are scoring. As Elliott tries to drive into the double team, cut off back out top, Rios. Rios will give it off to Klaus, rotate it into the corner to uh, Werger. Josh gets it into Evans. He'll drive, and a foul called as he runs into the defender. Two free throws coming up. Lance Grauerholtz with his third personal foul, and Elwood will be shooting free throws the rest of the ball game. as Jacob Evans is four of six of the line, all 14 of his points in the first half. He'll get two free throws here. And the first one is on the way too strong, no good. They have been shooting it well, 12 of 15 in the game until that point, so now 12 of 16. Second free throw down. A little extra time, and Evans will put this short, and it comes out, and it's deflected off two Falcons right back to Evans. Evans tries to bring it into the paint, kicks it out to Elliott, fakes it, drives baseline, wrap around reverse, no good. And they're going to say that the ball goes out of bounds to Wilcox Hildreth. Don't forget when we're done. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show will have all the final stats for you. And we should have an update soon on the Loomis-Axtell final, which is just about done on Classic Hits 98-9. Axtell led in the first half. Loomis had a six-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Right now, Gruel with the top of the key. Jump stop left elbow to Grauerholtz. Ball fake, takes it up, draws another foul. Two free throws coming up. 
Lance has not been to the line tonight. Does have 12 points in the contest. Third foul on Max Elliott. And the free throw by Lance is no good. Falcons will win their fifth in a row to improve to 14-4. and four, And Elwood will drop their two-game losing or winning streak here. Second free throw, Grauer Holtz in and out, no good. Jenkins tries to keep it alive, and it's picked up by Josh Werger. And here comes Elwood with 4.15 to go in the game and only four points in the half, and that's what it's going to stay at because they turn it over for the first time in the fourth quarter. Simply amazing. I mean, Wilcox-Hildreth has picked up the defensive intensity a little bit, but it's not that much different than what we saw in the first half. Elwood just not getting near as many shots up here in the second half. Again, 34 points at halftime, four points in the first 12 minutes of the half as Grauerholtz on a back pick gets a nice lob in from Gruel. He'll lay it up and in, 14 now for Lance. And it is 62-38, just kind of playing it out now. Elliott kicks it out. Werger doesn't look to shoot. Finds the cutter Evans, drives in, partially blocked Jenkins. Ball knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with Elwood. Three blocks now for A.J. Jenkins. And coming in, the Falcons. Let's see how quickly Coach Nelson starts to clear the bench. Coming in, Tobiasen and Nichols, normal subs. But we're down to 345, and it's a 24-point ball game after Elwood was up eight in the first quarter. Looking to lob it in all the way out top to Klaus. Jenkins says if you're going to shoot a three-pointer, it's going to be from 24 feet. He says, ah, not this time. Up top, they'll go to Rios. Again, you've really only got three shooters on the floor right now for Elwood against this man-to-man. One of them is Evans. He starts to drive, kicks it out to Rios. Sophomore gives it back to Klaus. He drives, has it blocked again from behind by A.J. Jenkins, and it'll be picked up by the Falcons, and up the floor they come. Jenkins will bring it across the timeline, left side, working some clock against Rios. Elwood also in the man-to-man. 62-38, Wilcox Hildreth up top to Tobiasen. They'll find Ortgiesen posting up. They try to lob it in low, and Evans will step into the passing lane and make the steal. Elwood with Evans in traffic decides to pull it up. Stands right at the top of the circle, picks his dribble up, and goes to Elliott. Elliott back over to Klaus, rotated over on the left wing to Rios, up top to Elliott, just outside the three-point arc. Good bounce pass inside to Rios. Ball fake, can't get the shot away, double-teamed. Out for the three-pointer, Werger, won't go. Rebound brought down by Grauerholtz. And we're down to two and a half to go in the ball game. And maybe the Pirates won't get to 44 points. We thought it was all but a done deal at halftime that they would be the fourth team to reach that mark against Wilcox Hildreth, of course, the three times that it's happened, that's three of their four losses. And right now, I think everybody is safe to just let some clock run here as they try to play keep away. The ball knocked away by Rios. Coming in now for Wilcox Hildreth will be Braden Billington and Riley Poole again. 2-10 remaining in the game, 62-38. It was 42-34 at halftime. A distinctly different second half here in our game. The ball stolen away by Rios. He comes to the other end. Jenkins hangs with it, blocks the shot, looks up at his family that's and friends that's sitting here on the stage, gives him a little flex. And now Elwood's going to bring in Kyle Hort. Also, most of the kids that we've already seen, uh, Caden Nichols going to get in there. Timmy Smith back in. 
Werger stays in, and then Green is in. Elwood ball underneath their own hoop, 2.05 to go, 62-38. Wilcox Hildreth, they'll play Elm Creek on Friday night. Elm Creek withstood a late comeback to beat Amherst, 52-48. Top of the circle with it, Trevor Yerges. Back over on the left side of the key to Yerges. Just trying to find a way to get a shot up. Green on the left-hand corner. Wants to drive. Gets into the paint. Gets a pull-up jumper from seven. Won't go. Offensive rebound, Hort. And he is going to be fouled on the way back up. Kind of got tripped up. And Kyle's going to chance to get his first points of the game from the free-throw line. The New West Post Game Show coming up next. We'll get a chance to talk with Wilcox Hildreth coach Matt Nelson. Run down the final stats and get you on your way for this Tuesday night. As Kyle Hort puts the first free-throw on the way, and it is too strong. Don't forget all the semifinals and finals from the Viero Event Center Thursday, Friday, and Saturday here on ESPN. All the semifinals and finals of the Luplatt Conference Tournament from Centura Thursday, Friday, and Saturday on Classic Hits 98.9. And, of course, they're all on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second free throw is good for Kyle Hort. Just the fifth point of the half here for Elwood, 62-39. to As Tobiasen brings it into the front court. Swings it over on the right side. Now in is Jaden Bauer. Bauer gets it underneath, and the layup for Clayton Nichols is good. Second bucket for Nichols, 64-39. Green brings it into the front court. Double-teamed, kicks it back out on the wing to Nichol. Caden goes to Green. Minute 15 to go in the game. Up top, they'll go to Jurgis. Top of the circle to Hort. Just rotating it around the perimeter here, looking for that open shot. Caden Nickel with it, covered tightly over there by Tobias, and got by him, comes in for the layup and draws the foul. And the little freshman's going to get a chance to go to the line here and shoot two free throws for the Pirates. Elwood will next be in action on Friday night, a week from Friday, when they play at home against Axtell, and then they have to go play Elm Creek in the final game on the 16th. And Caden Nickel will put the free throw up and in. Wilcox Hildreth still has to go to Overton, Amherst, and then host Harvard, all with double-digit wins. Second free throw, good. Cade Nickel gets them both. 64-41, Wilcox Hildreth. One minute to go here in this quarterfinal game. Baseline jumper taken by Riley Poole, and he'll hit the 10-footer, and Poole is into the scorebook for the Falcons. 66-41, as Elwood pushes it up with Timmy Smith to the trailer green. Green, free throw line, going to swing it back over to Nickel. Nickel wants to get it to Green on the post, but he's guarded tightly. Now throws it over the top to Green, backs his way in off the glass and in. Nice play there by Hank Green, his second bucket of the ball game. 66-43, Wilcox Hildreth wants to call a timeout just to get some players in, I don't think for any other reason. So Jacob Wendell checks in, Gavin Sheen checks in, Tristan Nix, and Sky Knaus. Knaus. Sky Knaus checks in. Timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Their final one of the game. 34 seconds to go. Inbounds pass. Wilcox Hildreth brings it to the right side. It'll be Bauer. Back up top to Sheen. Sheen gives it to Bauer. He wants to get a shot but can't. Swings it out to Jacob Wendell. Top of the key. They'll go right side. Down to 20 seconds to go. Gavin Sheen back up top to Wendell. Will anybody take a shot? Try to get it inside. There's the turnaround jumper up and in for Tristan Nix. 68-43, final 10 seconds of the game here for Elwood. And Court at the top of the circle, just going to take it in, take the shot, no good, and that is the basketball game. The final score, the Wilcox Hildreth Falcons, after being down eight early, had an eight-point halftime lead, and they hold Elwood to just nine points in the second half. Wilcox Hildreth, 68, 
and Elwood 43. The new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming your way next on ESPN Radio. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back to Wilcox Hildreth High School. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Justin Patterson of the folks here as we bring you the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Well, the Elwood girls pulled the upset last night, and the Elwood boys played a heck of a first half, but... Couldn't hang with Wilcox Hildreth in the second half. Here are the numbers. They had a total of seven players score. Timmy Smith, two points, one rebound. Josh Werger had a rebound. Aaron Klaus got off to that hot start, 11 points in the first quarter, finished with 14. He had four threes. Caden Nickel, two points. Max Elliott, six points. He was 4-4 four four at the line. Jacob Evans, 14 points, four rebounds. Tylen Hackbart, three rebounds and a block. Hank Green, four points, two rebounds. Kyle Hort, one point. One rebound. 34 points in the first half, just nine in the second half. 43 points, 12 rebounds, 15 out of 21 at the free throw line. Four of 16 from three-point land where they were 0 of 7 in the second half. And turnovers, nine in the first half, seven in the second half. 43 points, 12 rebounds, 15 out of 21 at the free throw line. Four of 16 from three-point land. One block, 16 turnovers. Elwood now three and 17 on the year. And they will be back for their home finale next Friday the 9th when they take on Axtell, and then it is off to Elm Creek on the 16th. For the Wilcox with Falcons, Sidney Gruel, 16 points, 14 of those were in the first half. He had seven rebounds and two blocks. A.J. Jenkins, 18 points, 16 of those were in the first half. He had eight rebounds, and he had five blocks. Garrett Ortgiesen, four points, three rebounds. Caleb Springer, eight points, one rebound. Riley Poole had two points. Tristan Nix had two points. Clayton Nichols had four points. Jaden Bauer had a rebound, and Lance Grauerhouse held 14 points. Ten of those were in the second half. He had four rebounds in the basketball game. 42 points in the first half, 26 in the second half, 
And Wilcox Hildreth finishes with 68 points, 24 rebounds, 12 out of 17 from the free throw line, 0 of 1 from three-point land, seven block shots, and 15 turnovers. And the Falcons advance on to the semifinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament with a pull-away second half, 68-43 over Elwood. They're now 14-4, and and they will be playing against Elm Creek 6 o'clock Friday night here on ESPN from the Viero Events Center when they get done with the tournament. Then on Tuesday the 6th, they are at Overton. Then they have 10 days off before playing at Amherst on Friday the 16th and hosting Harvard on Saturday the 17th. We'll take a break, try and track down head coach Matt Nelson after this on the New West Postgame Show. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Couple of close games on the other side of the bracket tonight. Loomis has survived Axtell 69 to 63, and they will play Overton, who had to go overtime to beat Pleasanton 73 to 68. So, you know, three of the four games were close, and actually seven of the eight halves were close because we were 42 to 34 here at halftime. So on Thursday night, here on ESPN, the girls' semifinals, Pleasanton will play Axtell at six, followed by Elm Creek and Elwood at 745 and then the boys on Friday night at 6 it'll be these two winners Wilcox Hildreth and Elm Creek followed by the matchup between Overton and Loomis the two and three seeds just hanging on to win and then the consolations at two and four and the championships at six and eight on Saturday we'll also be bringing you action from the Luplatt Conference semifinals girls Thursday boys Friday and then all four games Saturday coming your way from Centura High School and we will have those games for you on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Trying to get Coach Nelson to this way, and uh, as soon as we do, we'll be able to finish things off as he's making his way uh, through the crowd and the well-wishers, and congratulations, the number one seed able to come through tonight and advance on to the uh, semifinals, and of course the big thing guaranteeing two more games here in the conference tournament. So Wilcox Hildreth, winners of their fifth in a row, and they get to 14-4. Uh, and four. And Coach, uh, we had two close ones over at Loomis tonight. We had a close one in the first game here, and Elwood came out and played tonight. I guess we knew they would, but boy, I said uh, it was almost a foregone conclusion. We talked about 43 points kind of mm-hmm. being the magic number for you guys. <laughs> they scored 34 in the first half, 9 in the second half. I want to start there. It didn't look like you did anything significantly different at halftime. Tell me what you did do different. Uh, it's more just an energy. Hey, I was really disappointed with our body body language and just our tempo coming out. It just seems like we weren't ready to play. And give it to Elwood. They came out ready to play, and they were 
out hustling us 100% the whole first half for sure. And when you're the underdog, it doesn't hurt to hit some shots. I mean, no. Klaus comes out and drains some threes, and before you know it, I, I joked it was it's 11 to 8. We haven't even played three minutes in this mm-hmm. basketball game. That had to be a little bit of a shock for your kids, uh, even if they were giving up looks. They're going in for Elwood, and Elwood gained some confidence. Yeah, they were gaining confidence. On last time I played him, like he came out and hit two or three threes right away. So it seemed like it was same thing. Just happens again, but just try to keep our head, uh, not get too worked up about it, and just take, now we play four quarters and. And it was a different kind of ball game because of the scoring. You guys got up and down the floor a lot more, and that allowed Sid Gruel and, and Jenkins to get a ton of points in the first half. They scored 30 in the first half, and then neither one of them had a field goal in the second half, but you're able to it slowed down. It was more half court, and you're able to get the ball inside to Lance. Yeah, that was a. Uh, we weren't trying to take away shots from them or anything, but we just know that we had a big advantage inside. A lot of games we play, and we really just needed a. Try to work down there, take care of the ball, and make sure we always had a post-touch each possession. Well, everybody says that your rebounding is what makes you as difficult as anybody in the conference because not only can you get some boards, but you're pretty good on the offensive glass, and you did that again tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I know as we talk sometimes, we don't make the most shots in the world, but we get uh, second opportunities, and that's where we're going to strive on is this not one shot, but we got crash hard and get that second chance. And that was one of the reasons that you beat Elm Creek earlier this month was you took care of them on the boards. You're going to play Elm Creek on Friday night. You saw what they did here tonight. Uh, give me a little uh, scouting report on uh, the semifinals. Uh, it's going to be a totally different game than last time we played them. And the, they're going to come to play. They got they can light it up anytime they want. We just we know they're going to come out firing. They play fast. They're a fast team. And they're really going to be scrappy and get into you. They're going to make us take care of the ball and be strong with it. Well, the kids uh, wanted to go play at the event center, and you're mm-hmm. living up to the number one seed, and I think uh, we're at a point where uh, any of these four teams, Friday and Saturday, can get the two wins that they need. Uh, you know, whoever plays in the third and fourth game, it's going to be a tough one, so just won't play in the first place game. Yeah, exactly. One game at a time. So. All right, Matt. Congratulations on the win. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. That's the head coach of the Wilcox Hildreth Falcons, Matt Nelson. They win it today, 68-43, up by eight at the half, but outscore Elwood in the second half, 26 That's going to finish things up here. We want to thank the many fine sponsors, all the folks here at Wilcox Hildreth for their hospitality. Our producer engineer, Grace Clark, back at the studio. Game 1, Elm Creek 52, Amherst 48. And Game 2, Wilcox Hildreth 68, Elwood 43. Loomis 68-63 and 73-68 in overtime. Overton winning on Classic Hits 98.9. This has been the New West Post Game Show. New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. We'll see you Thursday. The Fort Kearney Conference semifinals here on ESPN. The Luplatt Conference semifinals on Classic Hits 98.9. Good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.